a product or something that provides opportunity for Africans. It's something that addresses a practical need in Africa and built by local talent. Built in Africa podcast, where we connect trailblazers of the African diaspora through the unifying language of tech. On this episode, we connect with Vuisile Lovu, a software developer, technical writer, and speaker from Zimbabwe. Let's get into it. Access to sustainable internet and power are essential in tech. Recognizing the challenges that many African devs face in this area, Luisile created PyPI in a box to help devs gain access to tech tools without an internet connection. Listen as he shares the inspiration and the value it provides. With PyPI, uh, what happened is it was meant to solve a problem that I faced, right? Mm -hmm. So in Africa, Zimbabwe in particular, we have a big problem of rolling power cuts Mm -hmm. and expensive and unreliable internet. Mm -hmm. So now when I was working on stuff and the power went out, that means I couldn't build my stuff. I couldn't, uh, you know, I couldn't download the software I needed. I couldn't get the libraries I needed. So I had to build something to help me. It's, It's a Raspberry Pi that has uh so that's been set up and configured to work as a router like and a wireless access point mm-hmm. so i have i have all like the pypi is the python package index right this mm-hmm. is where it's like a play store for python applications and libraries and whatever so i have i cloned the whole thing onto a small raspberry pi computer because one a raspberry pi is it's affordable, you know, you can get it on Amazon for like 40 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. And it's low power, low cost, it's portable. You can use it when there's no power. So that's, 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 uh, I, I thought about it and I said, yeah, this is a good way to build something out of it. So I got the device and then downloaded all the libraries in, in um, the PyPI, cloned it, set it up as a server. And I use it sometimes, like when I go for conferences or workshops, and it's mm-hmm. been really useful. Open source is a proven way for developers to hone their skill set, gain access to opportunities, and build a reputation in the global tech community. Listen as Vuisile shares his experience with open source. Now, see, in my country, uh, there isn't a really big software development market, right? It's, it's getting better, but it's not, it's not great, right? So a lot of the skills the developers here have and a lot of the skills we're taught in schools are not what the this, like world standard i mean well, at least a few years back they're not world class so mm-hmm. open source helped me learn the skills that are needed by like the big tech companies you know like uh, so like using version control using testing you know things like that so what mm-hmm. happened when when i finished college is uh, I, st- I started working with Mozilla and it was just very basic, you know, like answering help questions on their forums, 
mm-hmm. talking to people about Firefox and how it's good for your privacy, you know, like basic things like that. And then the more I did that, the more involved I got, you know, I learned a lot about privacy, about how browsers work. So mm-hmm. that is what made me want to delve into web development because I was spending a lot of my time in these forums with software developers and web developers and, you know, so what I did was uh, at first it was just answering questions on the help sites on the help forums. And then as when I learned more, I started working on testing mm-hmm. like, uh, so Firefox goes through a number of phases before it's published, right? There's a nightly version, there's a beta version, and then there's a release candidate. So I would go in and work on the beta version with work with other testers to make sure that the bugs that had been reported in the previous versions were fixed, verify that they were fixed, check for any new bugs, and just basically work on polishing it before it's, it, it got released. So I worked in, in, in that for a few years. I did that for a few years, just testing Firefox features and and then after, after that, I worked on translating the Firefox browser into Ndebele, which is the language I speak here in Zimbabwe. I got a team together, a team of five friends. We worked on translating the browser. And then when, when Firefox OS, uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, Mozilla once tried their hand at uh, making a mobile operating system. They called it Firefox OS. We, we jumped onto that ship. Mm-hmm. you know, started translating it. And uh, we really made some good progress. But unfortunately, the, the, the product didn't didn't survive the market. And it was it was it was thrown out and all our work with it. You know, so we stopped working on translation. And then uh, I got involved in advocacy, you know, like just talking about open source in general, uh, you know, encouraging other people to get into it. And then after a while, I did actually start coding. Like I think the last, uh, like the last year, I actually got a commit, uh, some some code I, I wrote approved into Firefox. You've heard the saying before: if you want to go fast, go alone; but if you want to go far, go together. That's the power of collaboration. Listen as Wisile shares the power of Africans coming together, and stay tuned for his tips on being a successful dev in Africa. Now the problem with Africa is we're in silos, you know, like it's one continent, and, but, but it's very different. You know, like you could move from, from one country to the next and it's like a drastic change. We don't work together as well as we should. You know, we build systems for individual countries, specific countries, and it's very difficult. There isn't a lot of pan-African anything, you know. So I'd love to see tech space changing or working towards changing that, you know, like uh, getting projects coming from Africa that were built by different African countries and people from all over the country, I mean, Africa, the continent. It's, it's something I, 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 I like and I think is, is, is necessary because we have different experiences and those experiences, we could build on each other's experiences to solve problems for the whole continent and to, to basically make money for the whole continent. The first one is knowing your environment. You need to understand what sort of businesses are, um, are successful in your in your country or in your region. And then if you're going to be learning skills, pick up the skills that are relevant to those businesses, right? For instance, here in Zimbabwe, banks and insurance companies and uh, fin, big fintech, basically, those are the successful businesses here. 
and the software that they use is like traditional legacy tried and tested software. So if you're going to be a software developer, that's the kind of software you'd need to be working on. And there's also a growing a growing demand for mobile applications. And this is mostly for smaller businesses and startups. So the tech stack you need to learn to build mobile applications and build software for banks is totally different, right? So it's important to know your environment and what sort of tools are necessary for that environment. The problem with developers is we tend to get religious about our tools. You know, I don't use this, I use that. And, you know, I'd say to someone, just forget about that. You know, don't don't drink that Kool-Aid. Just stick to what you want to do. Like make, make up your mind. I want to make mobile apps. I want to build systems. I want to do data science or whatever. Learn the tools you need that are relevant in your area and make money, you know? Like just don't don't worry about what tools, just know what tools you need to to, to use. A second thing I'd say is to think outside the box, right? So one of the problems with Africa is that things don't always work the way they are supposed to. So it's it's important to know how to get around certain roadblocks, you know, like say, I don't know, you you have a problem with uh, poor internet. I mean, do something about it. Get Get, download stuff, use it offline. Or if you have no power, get a generator, get a solar panel, you know, just... Be willing to think outside the box. Don't let any problems limit you because, I mean, the world's not going to slow down for you, you know, like, so you need to catch catch up. And then the third thing, third thing is, is attitude. It's important to have the right attitude. If you're going to be, I mean, if you're a software developer, you're going to be working in teams. You have to have the right attitude. You have to have a good personality. Make it easy to work for people to work with you, you know, be humble, be teachable, be be flexible, you know. Uh, no one wants to, to work with someone who's hard to work with. And that's it for this episode. If you haven't already, check out the full article on our website, builtinafrica.io, found in the description. And while you're there, subscribe to our newsletter so we may keep you up to date with the latest. But until then, Keep building.